Can you hear me, Jeff? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> We're having technical difficulties. We'll be right. Work on that. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. One moment, brother. God damn it! Up. Let's get it. Let's... Hey, can you gentlemen hear me? Yes, we I'm can here. hear you now. Oh, I don't know why that took so long. Well, what's going on, beautiful people? Best damn nation. This is your boy, Brian right. Renegade. Uh, it's beautiful seeing y'all again. Uh, Chef Showtime is here with me in the building. Uh, I also got LP, the Don, in the building with me. Um, LP, what's happening? Uh, we are. Going on. Wrestling Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday. Uh, you could be, could have been anywhere in the world. But you ain't. You right here watching your boys. And we appreciate that uh, each and every Wednesday. Uh, fellas, what's going on? Chef, what's been happening? Just chilling, watching football, watching wrestling, cooking. Watching football, watching wrestling. Oh, I, I ain't even asked you who who is your team, man. Who who <laughs> you a West Coast cat, you know what I'm saying? So But my I got an East Coast team, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, really. Steelers. Still curtain. Best in the I world. Did, I did not see uh Pittsburgh uh being one of your teams, sir. Why? Not at all. Why not? Uh, you know, I don't know. You don't seem like a Pittsburgh guy, but I guess you are. You know, <laughs> you're like, you're like a cowboy kind of guy. Whoa, whoa, that's whoa, an insult. So, that's yeah. an insult. <laughs> I, hey, listen, man. All of my uncles are Cowboys fans. They are huge, huge Cowboy fans. Um, I just so happen to be a Carolina Panther fan. But right now. We have uh, another best damn member joining the damn show. Uh, what's happening, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews? Man, listen, this day has been a day and a half. Stupid computer won't, didn't want a computer. <laughs> didn't want a computer. Hey, man, we all, we all have some technical difficulties, you know what I'm saying, every once in a while. Uh, I, myself, were having a few. Uh, but it's okay. It's all right. Uh, listen, man, it's been a wild, 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 wild week in wrestling. Um, and you know, we got to get into it. It's been a lot of stuff that's been happening. Uh, this weekend has been probably one of the most successful uh, shows that WWE has had. Uh, in, in terms of uh, ratings, in terms of uh, people, just just general excitement around it. Uh, sirs, I have to sp speak about uh, Clash at the Castle. Did you guys check out the event? And I want to go around the room and want you, I want to know not specific events, uh, <laughs> matches, but like just the overall. Did you enjoy the overall show? Chef, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, 
what was awesome about it? What you think? <laughs> There's a certain matches I don't want to speak on, but you know I didn't like. But there was matches that made me like, oh, we like the new Bloodline. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that right there. Uh, that, that, inter- that interesting uh, note right there. Uh, LP, uh, did you get a chance to check it out? And what did you think about the event clash at the council, sir? Uh, I, I thought it was all right. I, I ain't gonna say it was great. Uh, I, I checked it out. It was only like two matches that I think made the show. All the rest of the matches to me was like, eh, that was all right. But it wasn't bad by no means. It definitely was a step up. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Everything. Yeah. With, with the yellow glow over there. <laughs> <laughs> the stupid the stupid light. Listen, I gotta do what I gotta do, brother. <laughs> well you got you got a you got a different color every week. Every week, man. I got the glow like like the last dragon. Yeah, man. Brother, <laughs> what, what uh what did you enjoy uh, about the, the whole entire show? Man, the entire show was amazing from top to bottom, in my opinion. Um, I don't think there was a match that uh, failed to, um, you know, give us what we was expecting. Um, some of the matches were above what we were expecting. So, you know, I loved the entire program. Um, I thought the show was awesome. Uh, I really enjoyed everything about it. Um the energy of that crowd in Cardiff was electric. Uh, the chants were were great. It almost felt like a soccer game. You know what I mean? Um, they showed up and showed out for the wrestlers. Uh, the fans did a did a great job being the sixth man, uh, as you would say on 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 basketball, uh, being that that it factor. You know what I mean? The crowd really drove the performances from each wrestler and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um man, since we go ahead, I don't want to I don't want to go ahead and start talking about match because you know how we do we can get a little <laughs> look, you know, once we get into it, we get into it. Uh so I want to just see what was your favorite? We gotta go uh to Mr. Everything for Mr. Everything's match of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, it was amazing, baby. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so the match of the week for me is going to have to be Seamus versus Gunther. I mean, they went out there and they put it all out there. Like, it was everything we expected. Um, of course, we didn't get the blood that we expected, but we got the bruising. We got the bruises. And you can't ask for no more, no less than that. So uh, it was amazing as far as that regard. Uh, Seth and Matt, and Matt Riddle, that was really good as well. Um, the the story behind everything that played up into that moment was, was you know, it was a good conclusion to that. So um, I got to get up to those four men in their matches, on their perspective matches, and... Uh, that's all I can really say about that in that regard. Uh, listen. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the show uh, between, uh, excuse me, the, the, the whole entire show was great, but the match between Gunther 
and Sheamus was freaking amazing. Uh, it was hard hitting. You can see the sweat flying off of each one's chest. Uh, it was, it was. Did you guys check out the clothesline, the Bradshaw like clothesline that Gunther hit Sheamus with? Uh, he, he hit him too. To win, to win the match. <laughs> I believe everything about that lariat. I believe it took all the breath out of his lungs. <laughs> the way that he hit him was like a baseball bat to the chest. Um, I enjoyed the match. Um, I was all over the place screaming. Uh, I think I put some of it up on Facebook. Um, but it was it was it was a lot of good matches that night. But that was the, the match that really stood out. And the thing that I love most about it is how Sheamus got his flowers at the end of the match. Absolutely. You know, Sheamus got his flowers at the end of the match. Sheamus stood in that crowd and they gave him a year's worth of admiration and love and support. And you can and you can see it on his face that he enjoyed every, every minute of it. Um, and I think that Sheamus has been a fixture on the show, really putting on heavy hitting matches, every match, delivering every match. Uh, so to see him and and Drew also uh, get their flowers, man, that was that was a great moment uh, for me in particular. Um, Chef, what was your favorite match of the entire event? <laughs> Gunther was the Gunther Sheamus. Yeah. It was hard hit. I thought uh, Sheamus' chest was going to explode from all them. Little blood vessels popping. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, hey, brother. It was it was really 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 hard hitting. Uh, LP, what was your favorite match of the entire the entire night? Uh, it gotta be Seth and Matt for me. But that match, they 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 did a lot in that match, and it wasn't just a match. Like the race Seth Rollins got in his head during the match made that like extra uh, extra better for me. Like it was. They did a lot of story. They did. They did more storytelling. I think they did the most storytelling in that match versus any other match on the own. And he beat him straight up. It won't no craziness, interferences, and none of that. Like he beat him straight up. So what can yeah. you say now? You want a rematch? No, I beat you straight up. <laughs> you see that knot in his eye? That that oh man, did you not see that <laughs> knot <laughs> on that man's forehead? <laughs> Did you did you not see that knock? <laughs> it was a unicorn. <laughs> that man's face was lumped up, and I think one of those curb stomps did it to him. Yeah. I think it, yeah. Was, it was the first curb stomp, and then they started swelling. And then the second one from the top rope. Uh damn that took his head off. Man, when he got up, I was like, Jesus Christ, what is that? On that man's forehead, bro. It was it was it was so swollen. Uh, I wanted to know how he looked directly after that match. But <laughs> did you not see the knot? Uh, Mr. Everything, did you see that knot? Man, who didn't see the knot? I think the knot saw the knot. The knot stole the show. <laughs> not had eyes and legs and whole body. Way to everybody. <laughs> yeah, that thing had some weight to it. Um, another, another match that um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed... <sighs> Small extent was the was the triple threat women's match. Um, it was a, it was a little slow. 
they had some good spots in it, some good moments. I wanted a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm definitely what? trying to. What trip was that? The I'm not sorry. The the trios match. The uh, oh, Oscar, uh, Bianca Belair and um, um, uh, Alexa Bliss uh, versus uh, Damage Control with uh, uh, Bailey, Io Shirai, and um, um, Alexa Bliss. I was so confused. I was like, "Who's that other person talking?" Um, but those that match was pretty decent. It was it set the tone for the night. Obviously, Gunther and Sheamus stole the show. Uh, the Roman versus Drew match was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, it was very slow at first. Yeah, as all Roman matches are, they're, you know, very slow, methodical. Uh, and they were going at it. Um, it was a good, it was a good match. But we on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast were correct in saying uh, that Solo Sokoa was going to make his debut. Uh, and it was great seeing him. I'm excited for Friday to see where that goes. Um, fellas, are you excited to see a new member of the Bloodline? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm very interested to see how this is all going to go. Like, mm-hmm. how fast is he going to get a title before any of the others lose their titles? Is that possible? Yeah, uh, I, think I think they're gonna go after the intercontinental title first. Listen, if they go after the intercontinental title, you do you understand who has that belt? But you know who he got behind this corner. Well, it don't listen. That, that if this is group versus group. That could be very formidable. Imperium, because now we have um, Giovanni Benchy. He just came up to main roster. And rejoined Imperium. So you have Gunther and Imperium versus the Bloodline. <clears throat> There's some magic there, fellas. Well, let's, let's hold on for a minute. I think y'all matching the gas a little too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Has he officially been saying he's going out there? Has he acknowledged he officially, he officially said that he's part of the Bloodline? He, uh, has he I could have sworn a press conference. Roman said, I wish he would acknowledge me. So he is not officially in the bloodline. Y'all Was that the, the big press conference the right after time, the event? The first time they did afterwards. Okay. So I think he was talking about uh, Welsh. He, he was talking about Drew. Yeah. He was talking about, he said, um, and I have the clips. I did. I, I, but I it, but either way, way but, either way, they have a Either way, they haven't officially said he in a bloodline yet. Uh, not yet, but we still have Friday, sir. So we yeah, should see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As I said, pump y'all brakes. Y'all are trying to get a man a belt. Hey, man, <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what. I mean, think about it. Think about it. If he takes the belt off of Gunther, per se, Gunther could challenge Roman for the undisputed titles. And that could be a very big change in guard. Because he's looking for somebody to take the belts off of him. 
Gunther could be that guy. Yeah, but what if what if what if what if he's not in the bloodline and he go against the bloodline for more story? The bloodline getting kind of stale. They need something to boost the bloodline up. But I think Solo's addition would be that boost. I think that's that boost. But what? Well, what's honest, how, how, honest with how, you. how is his addition gonna be a boost? He just gonna be another member with a belt. Look at well, look at that's look what the faction is about, look right? At, look at how the bloodline was established. Who was who was the main two that really made it? The the beef that Roman had, right? The beef with uh was it Jay or Jimmy? I can't remember which one it was. It was Jay. Jay. It was, it was Jay. That that back and forth, and then when he joined, that whole storyline is why the bloodline is, is is great, right? Because they took their time to build it up. But if they just want, but they just throw him in there like a NWO member. It may not. It, 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 to me, if it's me, y'all know I look at stuff different than y'all. Y'all, y'all be ready. I just, I want to see some good story with it. I don't want to see him just get thrown in the bloodline because if not, he just another faction member. They throw him in the NWO. Disco Inferno was in the NWO one time, so at one point they were just throwing people in the group. So yeah, but is then- Jack gonna come back? Like anybody that's keen to the Rock coming? Nia Jax ain't coming back. <laughs> No, actually, Mina would be the one that will join the bloodline before anybody else. She needs, she, she needs something. She don't got nothing going on, but she loses a lot. Like, uh, I think she, I think now, I think she would be in a good addition. But you know that they ignore her. They don't even. They don't even have her looking in that direction. They keeping her away from the bloodline for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. This is Friday. This is Friday. Wait till Friday. Friday. Um. I I, I think that the the intro the introduction of Solo Sokoa to the group is a good thing. Uh, Sammy was really keeping the group alive for a little bit. I got to be honest with you. He was really keeping it fresh, keeping it light. Uh, Right. Especially when Paul Heyman kind of, you know, stepped aside from some TV time. Um, So I'm excited to see Solo Sequoia in the group. We're going to see how it it pans out. Uh, That would be the only belt that they they need to get is their Intercontinental Championship. Uh, They have a huge problem in Gunther. I think I think Gunther's gonna hold on for a while because he he's making he he he's putting a name back on it. Uh he he really is. He really is. Um so look, we gotta do it real quick. Uh LP. It's been a lot of entertaining things happen, uh, especially with Cast of the Castle. Uh we gotta ask you, sir. What was LP's best damn moment? Best moment. Pretty simple. Goes back to my predictions earlier. One of the episode one, episode two, when I said that Dominique was going to betray Ray. Y'all said, You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. What happened? Dominique betrayed. And I got to admit, Monday, if, if, if they do right Judgment Day, Dominique is going to come up on top. 
because he actually looked legit. Even though he didn't do nothing Monday, but he just put his little hair slick back, had a little black on, you know. If they write it right, this is going to be the best thing to happen to Dominique. Dark but they got huh? Dark but they got they yeah. got to yeah or dumb. They got they got they they got to get they got to finish this storyline up with the whole Ray Mysterio thing because they he needs to be they they need to have somebody else to fight like but 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 him betraying him even though it, I think that I think I don't know if everybody was with me at that time if you were before I think everybody saw it coming like right before did y'all see it coming right before or y'all were shocked I saw it coming right before yeah. I, did I saw it coming right before, and I, you know, I saw it coming once he, they had this little tender moment, this little tender moment in in the locker room. They stared at each other. It was almost like it was like a goodbye, Dad. Thanks for everything, Dad. Kind of moment in the in the back. That had me thinking. I'm like, man, he about to he about to join Judgment Day, <laughs> and I knew it from that moment. Uh, and I didn't want to admit. That the genie of the best damn wrestling podcast was correct. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm gonna need you to uh, go ahead and give us the lotto numbers. What's the lotto numbers for next week? Uh, let, me, let me think about it. Let me think about it. <laughs> man, the genie was correct, and I was like, man, damn, I didn't want to see it, but I knew what was going to happen right when it was happening. Uh, am I happy that it happened? Yes, I am. Dominic needed to break away from Ray. Dom needs to become his own star. He he was looking so very weak and 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 fragile with Ray. Um, and I think Judgment Day kind of gives him the muscle that he needs to really shine and become uh, a star. I'm excited to see where their tag teams kind of split within Judgment Day. Is it going to be Finn Balor and Damian Priest? Or is it going to be Dominic and Finn Balor? You know, I'm I'm interested to see where that's going to go. But uh, I love that Dominic has a new look. He has a new feel. Um, I think he might try to adopt some of Eddie Guerrero's uh, mentality Lie, cheat, steal. Guerrero in China, all over again. Uh, <laughs> it really is. I looked at him, and we joked about the last podcast. We was like, "Oh, the, the whole dominatrix thing—that's real." <laughs> they putting that into storyline for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Mamacita. You know, what I'm saying the the China and and Eddie Guerrero's. If you haven't seen that storyline, go back and watch it. But that was probably one of the most. Uh, memorable for me of Eric Guerrero and China. It really brought a softer side to China. It really brought fans to love China a little bit more because China was almost looked at as a dude. Let's be honest. Grown man. <laughs> she was a grown man with, you know, with hair, but she was dominating the women's division. There was no one who can stand with China. China was the intercontinental champion. Twice. She was throwing men around. So, you know, Rhea has that same feel, same demeanor um, with a darker character, and I love it. So I'm excited to see where they go with this. Um, they got they got they got to stop making Edge look weak, though, because they making Edge look weak. No, I don't like that. I don't like what they're doing. It, actually, Edge and Ray both. With Ray, who's begging and pleading, 
like that. I, I don't. They they gotta fix that because they <laughs> they killing me with Edge. They killing the Edge right now. Edge looks elderly. That is the only way I put it. <laughs> Edge looks super elderly. Um, he's. If I feel like he's on his way out. Yeah, he's. Thank you, Edge. He's given us some really great moments. Some really great. Uh, hell, he gave us Judgment Day. You know what I mean? So I appreciate Edge. Uh, but it's okay if you step away, man. It's all right. Not like that, though. You don't, you don't want to see Edge leave like this. He gonna leave. Not like that. He got to have a good a farewell match. If he had a match with like John Cena or something like that, I think that'll be full circle. Uh, if he had a match against like Triple H or something like that, I think that'll be like a full circle kind of thing. Uh, who would you want to see Edge have a, have a farewell match with? That's a good question. Let's go around the table. Who would be a farewell for Edge? A farewell match for Edge. Who would you think would be the perfect opponent for Edge in a farewell match? I would like to see him and AJ Styles. AJ Styles? I think they could put on a great match. If they they probably if they could build a good story behind it. I'm talking about match wise. I so, think that would be a great match. But if they do, if they, if they put a good story. Behind it. Okay, Chef, who do you think would be the perfect opponent for Edge to finish his career with? For him to win or lose, I say. Another question. <laughs> That's a whole other question. Um, if, I can, I'm gonna be honest with you. If I've been wrestling my whole career, I do not want to go out losing to somebody. I don't care what old folks. They can call it passing the torch. They can call it uh, uh, looking out for the young man in, in the locker room. I'm not losing to nobody on my last match. You know what I'm saying? So, if Edge wants to do that, that's great. You know, he's a stand-up guy. A lot of people have done it. Undertaker has passed the torch. Um, John Cena, in a way, has passed the torch. The Rock has passed the torch. You know, I think it's part of something that you do in the business. Um, but I'm just saying, me, personally. Let me ask you, Mr. Everything, when you finally decide to hang up the boots, Mm-hmm. Your last match, would you want to win the match and be remembered at the top of your game? Or would you rather lose the match and and pass, uh, get the nod to someone of uh, the newer generation that's up and coming? I already decided that my last match is going to be my son. And I'm passing, I'm passing the torch and I'm, I'm, I'll, I will bow out to him. Truthfully, okay. I will bow out to my son. Um, when that time comes, and it will come, I'm I'm passing the torch to him. Uh, as far as Edge, um, somebody that's with the company now, I can see him passing it to Matt Riddle, mainly because of the the connection with Randy Orton. Mm. Um, if you did something to where you're going to retire two individuals in this particular match like they did Undertaker and Triple H kind of um, it would either have to be Edge and Matt Hardy or Edge and Christian 
Randy Orton. I get Randy Orton. Randy Orton. That would actually. If you guys remember, when Edge came into back to the WWE, one of his first feuds was with Randy Orton. And they put on the clinic for you know a couple of matches man and uh if you guys remember they supposedly had the best wrestling match ever that's what it was labeled i didn't think it was but it was they were trying to, to get, do some good storytelling with that match um but yeah i, I mean randy is a is a good choice i mean See, what if, what if it, what if it's dominic no no no, no. I would have. I would try to go old school. I feel like him and Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. I, 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 I don't even acknowledge him. He come from. <laughs> I, don't know. I just saw this or him and Rob Van Dam. I can see him doing flips and stuff. <laughs> Weird. Oh man, Ken Shamrock. Hey, I used to love Ken Shamrock, bro. Or Gang Grill. Nah, you no. said it last week. You ain't want to see Gangrel in the ring. Now all of a sudden, you want to see him last week with Gangrel. You want to see him scared? right now. Them people. Wait, 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 hold on now. LP, I'm surprised you didn't say this. Ooh. Kurt Angle. Uh? See, but here's the thing with Kurt Angle. I would <laughs> like to see it, but you, they when you talking about going out bad. They had, they made Kurt Angle look weak his last couple matches. He, the way Brand Corbin was just whooping his his tail like all the time, I hate the way they let Kurt go out. So I, I wouldn't mind Kurt coming back for his for both of their last matches because they didn't let Kurt go out right. They, they didn't do Kurt right at all. I'm gonna be honest with you. When Kurt came back uh, on Monday Night Raw, I believe it was last week, Kurt looked good, man. Mm-hmm. Kurt looked like he can still go. Yeah, right now, Kurt looked like he can whoop some whoop some ass right now. I was really hoping that uh, Kurt and Chad Gable was going to have a match. Ooh, that would have been like, I'd have been like this. But you know what I thought was a, another missed opportunity too? Was uh, when Chad Gable did extend the hand to Kurt Angle to join Alpha Academy. But what if Kurt would have accepted that? Been almost like a manager of sorts. I can I can see Kurt I can see Kurt as a manager for them kind of but I don't know they kind of don't need a manager though they they doing good by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they they're doing pretty good, but you know to stay on top, man. You know, I think Chad Gable has really uh, stepped out of his shell from the original Chad Gable, the tag team uh, partner. He, he, I mean, sorry, yeah, the tag team um, to being on his own to being Shorty G. For a while, I I enjoyed Shorty G, so don't get twisted. Shorty G, Shorty G was funny. The character Shorty G, I like the Shorty G character, but then he broke away from that and then started the Alpha Academy. You didn't like Shorty G, Chef? You looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't like Shorty G? No, no. I gave him. You gotta say, you gotta at least say that Shorty G gave Chad Gable some some personality. I like Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy is imaginary, sir. <laughs> he had more style. Little, little Jimmy does not and has never existed. <laughs> He's undefeated right now. Oh man! Now, but uh, I can see uh, Edge versus The Rock. 
that was, I, that was I in his nice career. The only person, only person I want to see The Rock come back for. Oh, it's Roman. It's, it's Roman Reigns. That's only that's the only match that makes sense. Hollywood, WrestleMania. That's the only, that's the only match that makes sense. Um, we're a little we're a little late in the game. Uh, but fellas, you always know that we got to do it every single week. It's my favorite thing to do. You know what time it is. It's Hot Topics. Uh, fellas. I'm so giddy. <laughs> and I think you guys know why. Because we have the return of someone who I thought was unfairly fired. Let go. Uh, he struck out on his own and started doing uh promotions of online mental health uh with the with the partnership that he has uh he's been uh doing um a lot of other promotions uh he joined my fellow brother here in uh cyn uh control your narrative um where he really made waves of course, you guys know who I am talking about. I am talking about the monster among men. Braun Strowman is back. I told WWE, you. And he's there to cause some chaos. We'll pass and take names. I have to get some inside information. Because <laughs> you wasn't, you wasn't here. At one of the podcasts where we were talking about Braun Strowman. Tell everybody you're coming back. I just want to know what's going on within Control Your Narrative. There seems to be some people leaving. Um, and they don't tell nobody. They just leaving on their lunch break, and y'all just finding out like everybody else. What's, <laughs> what's 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 going on? Like, first of all, how how um. How was the morale within CYN seeing uh, some of the wrestlers uh, that wrestle within the company? Uh, they're they're getting uh, another chance or get, getting to the the big leagues, I think would say. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? And we uh, the morale within us is still strong. If it's not stronger than what it was before, um, we're just picking up the flag and we're continuing on with our our movement um just doesn't stop anything it only just increases things so everything is, is still on the up and up you know what i mean so nobody's holding their head down nobody's sad nobody's mad we're still all in communication we're still going hard we're still going to do what we got to do control your narrative is still alive and very very strong that's all i can give you right now <laughs> Man, see, we were trying to get some juice, man. It was like, hey, man, tell us a little, tell us what's, what's happening. But you, that, that's you know, the juiciest juice. Going I appreciate that, sir. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Everything say, hey, y'all ain't slowing down my money. Yeah, everything good. <laughs> everything is still good. Absolutely. That's beautiful, though. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, what you guys got going on and, and the new additions that you have coming in to uh, control your narrative. Um, I, I can't wait to see you in ring again, sir. Uh, put boost asses. Uh, Absolutely. When when they start doing the uh, the tour, uh, when when does when does everything kick off? Uh, it starts at the end of October. 
Um, so just stay tuned to see what, how everything plays out and uh, just be prepared for us to take names and kick asses. That's it. All right. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, fellas, let me go around the table, man. Let me uh, get some thoughts. What do you think about Braun Strowman coming back? LP? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big I'm not a big Braun fan. I'm sorry. I know everybody. You're not, like, you're not a Braun Strowman fan? Nah, I'm I'm sorry. I guess I'll be that I guess I'm gonna be that guy at every damn topic. Like I, I think Braun is cool, but I just he just another he another big show. He's always well, been another well, big hey, show. Big Show was a great sir. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's Braun I've never thought Braun was that guy to carry the company. Why I thought they never gave Brian the belt, like to leave the company. Like I don't, I never, I never thought. This is me personally. I never thought he was, he was just a, he was a big man. I think he needs a manager. Like he, his mic, his mic skills ain't, or his mic skills ain't great. He he flipped cars over. Okay, we seen that before. <laughs> he his moves, his moves. He does a little choo choo train and he he runs around. I get it. He's a fan favorite, but I don't know. I I think I think as a fan now, you got to stop watching wrestling news because we already know what's going to happen before it happens. <laughs> like we can't even get excited about people coming back because we already know they're coming back. Like I had already seen he's going to come back Monday, so it was a matter of when. <laughs> and I don't like the fact that they destroyed the tag team degrees. I'm sick of them doing that to my tag team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did single-handedly. Really no. <laughs> destroy eight men, not just men, eight superstars that have been wrestling on your televisions week in and week out. He destroyed them like it was nothing. I, I enjoyed the destruction, even though there was some botches that people were talking about. I don't care. I think it was a great debut for Braun. Um, you all right. There is there is not a lot of things that you can really keep secret nowadays. We all knew about it before it even happened. And we were just waiting on it. We're saying, hey, when is he going to show up? It's going to happen. Uh, and, and, and it happened. Uh, Chef, you're not excited to, to see Braun Strowman? I've been told you guys he was coming back. Okay. I think on the third episode. I, I'm waiting, now I'm only waiting for a break. That's all I'm waiting for. Now, break them back. They might try to reenact the. Uh, the thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna say Bray Wyatt is very creative. I don't think he's gonna do anything that he's already done before. So we shall see. Uh, we shall see with that, uh, fellas. We talked about Braun Strowman return. We talked about uh, Dark Dominic joining the Judgment Day. Uh, we talked about Giovanni uh, rejoining Imperium. Uh, and that's going to interject some more life into the tag team division on SmackDown. But I have to talk about one more thing. And I have to insist that everybody, everybody, put some respect on her damn name. Oh, you no. know who I'm talking about. Liv Morgan. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm not talking about Liv. Although you guys should put some respect on Liv's name. I'm not oh, going to talk about Liv. I'm going the other direction. I'm going to NXT. 
Mandy. And I'm going to please ask you, sirs, to put some respect on Mandy Rose's name. Mandy Rose is one of three women who has held two belts simultaneously. The Women's UK Championship and the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, I know you guys don't watch my, much of NXT. I thoroughly enjoy NXT. It's like watching college basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? College football. You know, they hungry. Um, but I want to get your thoughts on uh, Mandy Rose unifying the belts. Uh, there's only, I think there's only two women in the WWE who's ever held two belts at the same time, and that was Paige uh, with the Divas belt and the new uh, women's title, and then Becky Lynch, Becky two belts. So uh, Mandy Rose joins that group of people. LP, what you think about Mandy Rose becoming uh, the unified women's champion? Uh, I, I think it was pretty cool. I mean, I always thought she was, I always thought Mandy Rose was decent. And I thought she could do, uh, you know, with a good push. Now, maybe they didn't really push her right on the big brand, so I guess, you know, the push on, on uh, I guess, NXT. But here, here, I, this is my question for the, for any, is NXT considered a brand or developmental at this point in time? Because I've heard, I've what is it? It's it's still considered to be a develop. It's a developmental brand. <laughs> if you had to put two of them together, it's their developmental brand. Uh, there was one per- period of time where I thought the NXT was going to be the the extra, the third brand, which technically it kind of is. But it's I think that uh, once Vince really start taking a hold of NXT. Uh, and change they changed everything about it. Um, uh, a lot of that steam kind of died down. And NXT 2.0 has been struggling a little bit, but they've had some really great moments. Um, let me let me go around the board real quick. What do you guys think about NXT uh 2.0? And do you think that they should bring back uh, a little bit of the, the feeling of the black and gold brand or should they continue with this new direction that they currently have now? Uh, let me go to uh, Chef. What do you think? The direction, the direction they're going now is okay. It could be better, but, you know, it's the same on every brand. They're going to keep playing out the same situation with the same wrestlers. So... You just repeat. Okay. Mr. Everything, what you think about uh, 2.0 NXT? Uh, well, I stopped watching it when it became 2.0. Um, but I think they're actually going to transition into another era of NXT. Maybe an all-gold brand. Um, and I think that's why they, do it. they did the World's Collide pay-per-view. Um, to show that they're actually going to start transitioning to something bigger. Because Let's not forget NXT is actually going to get another brand outside the UK. So that's going to be the, uh, what is it? The NXT Europe. Yes. So, um, which may bring back the European title. 
Ah, uh, I good. I love the European title, man. Uh, that absolutely. would be absolutely awesome if they did bring that back. I know uh, we talked about uh, we had a segment where uh, we were talking about which belts that we would like to see brought back. I think that uh, Triple H will bring uh, some new designs and some old designs, possibly uh, that we all love. And the European title, adding that to uh, NXT UK. I'm sorry, NXT Europe uh, would be great. Um, I would love to see that uh, in general. Well, uh, Mr. Everything, um, you, sir, have been pretty busy. Uh, you are a wrestler. Uh, that everybody, uh, as you as you can see, uh, Mr. Everything wrestles. Uh, he's a professional wrestler. Uh, and sometimes uh, he talks to other wrestlers. And so uh, we have a new segment on the show, uh, and we're going to get him to introduce uh, the first person, uh, who is uh, Jason Kincaid. Uh, but it's time. All right. So uh, this is a clip of Mr. Everything interviewing Mr. Jason Kincaid. This is Mr. Everything along with the sensation, the worldwide known name of Jason Kincaid. Now, Jason, I got a quick question for you. During your transition of when you started, how long ago was that? It's been 19 years. 19 years. So the person I wrestle tonight is 19 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been wrestling his entire life. Wow. Okay. So now, you've been everywhere bro i mean you've been on all the acronym companies which one would you say you would rather be with right now uh i really love my time with gdt pro in japan so i'd probably say there but like also that ring of honor pure division uh video cut a little short but he was talking about the ring of honor pure division uh that they had and he just decided uh to possibly get his foot in the door there. Uh, how was it interviewing uh, Mr. J- Jason Kincaid, sir? And uh, can you get fill us in and the fans a little bit about uh, some of his work? Yeah, um, <clears throat> Jason Kincaid has been all over the world. Um, he's wrestled in Japan with some of the Japan- Japanese companies. Um, he's wrestled for, I want to say, Dragon Gate. Uh, and he's been with NXT. He was actually getting ready to go into nxt when they were doing the uh when they were doing evolve you know evolve was the the developmental for nxt uh so jason k like he said has been doing it for 19 years phenomenal guy uh he's known as the wizard of professional wrestling i've actually had the opportunity to step in the ring with him and that man can go and go and go and go and go um so it was amazing to get a chance to sit down and chop it up with him for a little bit <clears throat> and see what kind of direction he wants to go in because i mean 19 years is a long time to be doing anything yeah um and you know he's still at it he's still going strong and i hope all the best for him and i hope that he, whatever he's trying to go i know he says with ddt i hope that pans to be the best thing for him and and you know longevity for that man because he has it. He has the wrestling knowledge, and he's passing it on to the younger guys. As you said, uh, the guy he stepped in the ring with, it's his first 
you know, he just first started and he's passing on the knowledge and, you know, putting people on his learning tree to uh, pass the torch. So all hats off to Mr. Jason Kincaid. All salutes to him. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we also had uh, had you uh, interview uh, another wrestler who goes by the name of Psycho Boy, and I believe he goes by another name uh, completely now. Uh, so let's take a look at that interview. Go. This is Mr. Everything along with Psycho Boy, father of the Latoya narrative. Now I got one question for you. When you first started, you were Keys. Then you transitioned to father of the Latoya narrative. How was that transition and what got you there? Transition was... The Keys name comes from me doing music and through the music, the music led me to bodybuilding and bodybuilding led me to wrestling. So the name Fodder comes from the central character from when we did the deal, the very first narrative. And I was Fodder for him, but then so he gave me that name, and then through giving me that name, we just kind of took it and added the Psycho Boy thing on onto it. But bodybuilding is really what got me to wrestling. It's what got me super disciplined to be able to do the wrestling and learn how to do um, how to do it and be on time and, and make all the things work that you need to make it work. So that's how we got here, Psycho Boy Fodder. <laughs> good stuff. It's good to see you, bro. Likewise. All right. Oh man, that was great. Uh, let us know uh, a little bit about Psycho Boy and some of his work. Yeah, so um, when he first started, I actually got in a ring with him when he first started. And man, when he when I saw him backstage, it was like this big jacked up dude. And I was like, I want to get in a ring with him, see what he can do. And after the first time I've actually had the opportunity to get in a ring when I said, yo, come come down to where I'm at. Let's train together. Let's do some things. I want to tighten some stuff up with you. And, um, you know, just stay in contact with him, becoming a, a good brother with him. Um, he actually helped me get to control your narrative. He's really good friends with EC3. Um, and he's, he's like a really good head and control your narrative. You know, he's, he's put a lot of stuff together. He has a lot of good ideas and, um, you know, father is a really good guy. Um, he's very young in the business too. So I think he's only been maybe three to four years and no longer than five for what I, I understand. So, um, the man has longevity and a long way to go and he's definitely learning as he goes. And, you know, he's improving all the time. Uh, he's, he's taking on, um, different advice and different styles from everybody um actually that night he wrestled silas young from ring of honor and it was an amazing match um great really really good storytelling in that match and um i can't wait to see what he's going to do next awesome awesome uh we love uh indie wrestlers uh we love the come up story uh and we just love wrestlers in general man so uh we appreciate you doing that uh mr everything Infuse everybody. Uh, <laughs> got more coming up for you guys. Uh, so stay tuned. Man. Um, so we have uh, the genie here. Uh, and sometimes the genie gets a little angry. 
Right. Uh, we have to give the genie or the Don of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast a little bit of room to breathe, to vent, and say whatever is on his mind. <clears throat> so, fellas and fans, prepare yourself for LPs. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I like that. So, let's have some tough talk, I am sick and tired of everybody acting like Roman Reigns is the greatest champion of all time. I don't care about how long he's had his belt. I don't care how many days, how many, I don't care about that list of people that's on his on his hit list. Roman Reigns has not had a great championship run. Let me tell you why. Look at all the matches he has had, right? How many of these matches were really that great? How many of these matches were really that great? Now, hear me out, because I know it's a shocking thing to say Roman is not the greatest all of a sudden. First of all, how long Roman has only been great since he started this bloodline gimmick, right? Before that, Roman was getting booed up and down the damn city left and right. It was not until since he came back with bloodline that everybody's been up on him. Before that, everybody was booing. Go back and check the tapes until when he came back to now. <laughs> that's that's on the bloodline. I bloodline. Me. I'm the I'm the only damn oh, yeah. <laughs> So my thing is until Roman a, a big reason why I never liked John Cena like that was because John Cena didn't earn it. Like I felt like he didn't earn it like some of the other people, have, right? So when Roman started first coming up, people didn't like Roman because they felt like it was another Cena situation. They were giving them this and giving them that and giving them this. He didn't earn it. Roman to wrestle somebody now one time. He wrestled Kevin Owens. You know I'm gonna bring my boy Kevin Owens up one time. But twelve months or even twelve months, he didn't get a rematch. He didn't. They didn't never continue the story. It was one and it was done. Look at all these wrestlers he has wrestled. It's one and done. There is there's there's never been another wrestler. Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Kurt Angle. They had at least two or three bouts with a person. Roman now hit one match and then it's gone. Then he don't got to do nothing for the next three months <laughs> but sit in the damn room or show up on TV. Roman is overrated. <laughs> I said it. And I mean it. God damn it! Oh. <laughs> he said it and he meant it. Woo, let that breathe, fellas. Let that breathe right there. Let that well, breathe. I, I, got a, I got a question. Acknowledge me. With, with the point he just Acknowledge made, me. I got a question. Okay. What if All this right. isn't part of the story for Kevin Owens? Say again? What if, was, what if it was meant to be that way? What if it was meant to be that he had that one match and they squashed it and then they'll bring it back because he's always constantly bringing his name up Constantly bring his name up. So what if that was a buildup for a whole year to that Kevin Owens just kept going off in the wind and now he's coming back like, listen, this is what I did a whole year ago. And if it wasn't for 
uh, Jay Uso and and Paul Heyman, I would be champion right now. What I, if I, I can see that. I can see that, and 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 they could be going to that. That 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 if if they decide to do that, because as of right now, what is who is who is next up for Roman? Because think about it. Why is Sami Zayn in there? If not for Kevin Owens to go in there and run through the entire family, I was thinking that before, but now, oh, they is we gonna have to wait to Friday. Is Sammy still gonna be around the Usos now that they got a new boy in there? That's too much going on. He's gone. No, he's out of there. Out of there, right? He's out of there. He's gonna join Kevin Owens, but he's gonna join Kevin Owens slowly, break up the the uh, the bloodline. Make them vulnerable. Kevin Owens goes in there, takes the titles. Hey, I would, I, I would love to see that. <laughs> Me above everybody. <laughs> but until then, I would, I would never. And I know, and I know people, people keep thinking I'm crazy when I say it. I'm just telling you. One, of, one of my biggest rights against Triple H. And Triple H is the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. But if you look at a lot of Triple H wins, if you take out the wins where he won because of Stephanie, DX. China without or Shawn Michaels or, or hell, you take those out, these title reigns go down. Roman Roman is almost the same, is, is almost the same type of person. He he is not one. How many matches has he won straight up? Um I'm really not looking oh, for a straight up yeah. heel, uh wrestler. I think that every great wrestler always has an insurance keep, policy every great wrestler always has an insurance policy always always hogan yeah, had his insurance policies when he was uh in nwo stop trying to make excuses. his insurance policy with dx stop making excuses for Roman. <laughs> michael's had his, insur- uh, his insurance policy with um with kevin nash stop making excuses now don't get me wrong too. This is the best Roman Reigns has ever he had he he ever been. This is the this is I don't think nobody can argue that. This is the best run he has had since he's been by himself. Can we agree on that or y'all say different? Uh I would say that this I agree. is the best run by far. Um yeah, by, yeah, yeah. By, by far. And you know, um, we always wanted to see him go heel. Everybody said a long time ago he need to go heel. He need to go heel. They didn't want to do it. He finally go heel. I mean, hey, look, look at him. But it's just amazing how everybody jump on him now when he was getting booed up and down and down marinas and cities and countries <laughs> until he became a heel. Oh, man, I still think Roman Reigns <laughs> is uh, one of the greatest. I'm not going to take nothing away from your rant, LP. Uh, he ain't no he's top 10. He ain't going to do it to you. Is he top 10? Roman? I'll, yes. Is he top 10? He is now top ten. Yes. You got to give him that. How? You, 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 what you mean? You got to give him that. He is, he is, he is an elite. Whoa! You said, you said, you said, you said, now he's top ten, right? Yeah. Now, you say he's top ten because of what he's done with the bloodline, right? He, no, you got to go before the bloodline. He beat yeah. the Undertaker. Let, let, let's not forget that, yeah. sir. Let's he didn't beat the Undertaker. The writers, the, Undertaker. the writers, 
The writer beat the Undertaker. Who beat the Undertaker? Everybody's favorites. He beat. He beat John Cena. He beat Edge. He beat Daniel Bryan. He beat Braun Strowman for the belt. He did beat Rocky Marciano. Where's he on all three of y'all? Uh-huh. On your top team, where where is Roman at? What number? On my top ten, what, what oh, numbers? Well, you talking about? See, that's the difference, though. No, 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 no. Top ten. Where you got him? At? Top ten. He's number one in my top ten currently, right now. Are you talking about of all, of all time? time? Of all time? All WWE? No, no. All time in the WWE has to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That is yeah. my favorite. I'm saying, where, you said you said he's in your top ten. Where is he on your top ten? I said not eight. Eight Five. for me. Seven. seven. About seven. Seven. About a strong seven. Because Booker T's five times. Five times. Yeah, a strong seven. Yeah, seven. yeah. Man, he in there. He, he about a seven, you know. But you know, you know, that's a strong list though. You know, we're yeah. talking about like, yeah, talking about Hogan and Macho Man and we all, we all need to write down, we all need to write down our top ten and for next next show and and see who's top ten. Top ten out of everybody. Top top what? WWE champions or world champions? And we what are we talking about? WWE yeah. champion? Mm-hmm. WWE, WWE, Raw, world champions. Okay. Let's, let's he, I, bet, I, bet, I bet he won't make all y'all. I bet he won't make all y'all top ten. Let y'all try to force him in there. LP, stop it. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop, stop it. I give him top uh, twenty. Roman, you know what? When you talking about all time, that's that's you know you talk about people's childhood and 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 you know teenage years wrestling and loving that. And I got a lot of people that I will put before Roman, but I will be remiss to say that Roman Reigns is is in the pantheons of the gods of wrestling. He is up there. Two years. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot refute that. He is up there. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. We can do this real quick. Is he above the Rock? No. No. Is he above Triple H? No. Is he above Stone Cold? No. 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 Is he above the Undertaker? No, no absolutely not. Okay, we already we already have four now. We get, we already is he above Ric Flair? No. Nah. Is he above Hulk Hogan? Nah. No. Is he above Macho Man Ren Yeah, it's even. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I, I get, I get, I get. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. You know, and I'm a Macho Man fan. Oh yeah, I'm a Macho Man yeah, fan. Brother. No, man. Um, uh, is, is he is he above Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I give before Brock. Yeah, he broke Brock record. Brock, Brock didn't wrestle. Yeah, he, okay, if you if you're going if you're going tit for tat. He beat Brock. He beat Brock's record as the longest running current two years. champion. Two years. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why you can't go by that because that's writing. That's writing. Well, you, you, well, you, well you, let's talk about consistently 
Let's talk about Roman Reigns has been a bigger draw lately than Brock Lesnar. He's not better than Brock. He's been more consistent than Brock. I just said that he's been more consistent. If I'm put based on what somebody over somebody. Who have more who have more matches? Technically, you got to put Roman Reigns over Brock. No, you look at you look at Brock early career. Look at Roman early career. Who had a better early career? You gonna say Roman? When no. I say early, I'm not. I'm talking about. A, I'm talking about since he was at WWF, WWE, whatever he was. When Brock was dominating, you trying to say Roman dominated like that? He didn't they dominate, did but he had a very strong. They dominated as the Shield. The Shield. And they broke off from the shield and they pushed Roman to the moon. And he was strong in NXT. Yeah. yeah. Roman has never been lacking. He was very the strong in NXT. Roman. The fans revolted against Roman because they felt like Roman was being pushed, just like John I ain't, gonna, Cena. I ain't got no alcohol in here, but I'm about to drink this alcohol the way y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hey, listen. All right, so when you you're talking about top 10 wrestlers. If I had to be completely honest, of my top 10 wrestlers of all time, Roman is not in that list. That's all I'm saying. I got to be honest. Time. Are you talking about of all time? Uh, so you, just, you, you just listed off a couple people, but that's not even the half of some of the people, yeah. the greats. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, that's what I will say, Roman is the greatest of this generation. Yes, he is. He is the greatest of this generation. You can't take nothing away from that man. <laughs> take another sip. Take another sip. He is the greatest of this generation. You got to give it to the man. I, what, what, year, what year? What year is we counting? Huh? What year is we counting this generation? What, what year are we starting at? Ten. Since two thousand. Well, listen. I'm gonna say since two thousand seventeen. For the last ten years. I'm say, for the last for the last Yo, five. Yeah, the last ten years, years. Roman has been on top. I would, I would give him. I would. I would give. I would give him that. I mean, it had been pushing hard enough. I give him that. Yeah, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna, and I ain't gonna take away from the man. But, you know, you I got a corporate. I got a thing with corporate pushes when it comes to okay. wrestling. I get. You know, I don't look at look at Shawn Michaels. Look at look at Stone Cold. Look at Stone Cold's build to give you that. I mean, these guys had to work. Now people just, just they just give them. They just giving them the damn title. And I felt like Roman was always giving a lot of stuff. Just like John Cena was giving a lot of stuff. He didn't earn it. And that's why that's why I used to beat the John Cena so much. It wasn't that he was a bad he's a bad guy, but he was John Cena be gone for two years, come back and win the belt. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah. You know why? Because he's John Cena. Uh <laughs> you just got you got you, you got to look at it money wise. You know, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, and I, but but I'm not looking at it that. I'm looking at it as you know, fan wise. That's why fans get upset is because uh, they don't care about the money. They care yeah. about you know. Yeah, I don't. Fans revolt against corporate pushes, and and I agree. Um, certain people that get pushed to the moon, you you kind of wonder why. But you know, when it's undeniable, you can't really say too much. I think a lot of wrestlers should get pushed to the moon right now. Um, this this landscape is very volatile, especially in WWE, man. It's a lot of competition out there and a lot of people trying to get to the top. So we're going to see who really breaks out 
uh, and who's going to take that belt off of Roman. And I want to do a prediction show of who's going to take that belt off of Roman in a later episode. Uh, but we were, Oh, what, one quick thing. What what happened to that other guy that was pushing? Mr. Everything. The guy, the guy you went against in the ring that murdered you. Veer? The, the, the big guy that they were pushing in. Um, the last Veer. Veer, Mahan. What happened to him? No idea. Because <laughs> they were pushing him pretty hard, right? No idea. Yeah. Nobody even I, I think. I think that was my fault. Huh? You sabotage the man's career. Yeah, sabotage his career. Yeah. Even even because if you remember when I wrestled Heavy Machinery, they kind of disappeared after that. Okay. Bobby Lashley. You disappeared after. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Sorry. In the business. Yeah. Sorry, Veer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Well, we uh have one of our members that has to go but right before he does uh chef we gotta do it uh best damn recipes uh and this week chef just so happened to make some best damn ribs best damn ribs man them ribs was awesome if you have these couple ingredients just real so good make you want to slap your mama but i would not do it because she might murder you. You know, <laughs> we got a little white sugar, a little brown sugar, some seasoning salt, some paprika, a little ground black pepper, some garlic powder, some little bit of onion powder, yeah, and folks slaps of ribs. You know, it's delicious. You know, I marinate my ribs and my little seasonings for a little bit, then I oven cook them slowly, low and slow. Oh man, meat falls off the bone. Off the bone. I almost bit my finger off. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, if you guys want to check out some more Best Damn Recipes, go to the Best Damn uh, Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can also go to the Facebook group, the BD Wrestling Podcast, uh, and you can check out more Chef's recipes. And you can also go to his page, uh, Chef underscore Showtime on Instagram, uh, and you can look him up on Facebook also. Uh, fellas, it's been a great show. A uh, couple of technical difficulties, but it's okay. Uh, we live, you know what I'm saying? We outside. Uh, thank you fans for watching us. Uh, fellas, let them know uh, where everybody can follow you. Uh, Chef Showtime. You can, find, you can follow me on Chef Showtime on Instagram. Yeah, Dante Carter on Facebook. I'll make some more pages soon. <laughs> all right, all right. That's awesome. Uh, LP. No one click photography shoots with an S on Instagram. Follow me there. Awesome, awesome. And Mr. Everything, where can he find you? Uh, official underscore Mr. Everything on Instagram. Official underscore Mr. Everything on TikTok. And uh, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews on Facebook. All right, all right. Uh, my name is Brian Renegade. I know it says editor right there, but like I said, we have some technical difficulty. Uh, you can find me at Brian Renegade on all platforms on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Black Planet, MySpace, uh, all of that <laughs> AOL. You can find me at Brian Renegade. 
come and check your boy out. I got a lot of things going on all at the same time. Uh, this this beautiful podcast with these young, positive black men. It's just one thing that I, I got going on. But um, I will show you more of what I have going on. Just follow me at Brian Renegade on our platforms. Uh, fellas, I love talking wrestling with you guys, man. Uh, we have built the wrestling brotherhood. And we want to add more people to that brotherhood. Um, and if you want to support what your boys got going on uh, at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, you can go to our uh, Patreon as soon as I find it. Uh, and support uh, support up your boys. Ah, here it is. Uh, boom. Patreon.com. Uh, go to the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, support your boys. We have memberships available and you can become a part of the Best Damn Nation. For only $5, you supporting your boys. Uh, and you get all kind of little perks. We got, oh, did I let you know we got merchandise now? We got hoodies, we got shirts. We got all kind of goodies for you to get. Uh, so go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon uh, and support your boys on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and if you have a small business or a business or a product and you would like uh, to be sponsored uh, on the show, if you'd like to sponsor the show, if you just want to mention uh, just reach out to us at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast at G- at Google. I'm about to say at Gmail. At Google. Uh, I'm sorry. At gmail.com. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Best Damn Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can hit us up there. Uh, thank you, all beautiful people. Fellas, I will see you next time. Fans, we will see you next time on the Best Damn. Wrestling Podcast.